The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 31 days until Major League Baseball opening day. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network Covers.com joins us in a couple of minutes to talk about a couple different perspectives and angles on what to expect in 2024. Lightning bets before we wrap up as well. The whole gang's back together. Joe and Aaron back from vacation. Paul as well. And so uh, we're catching up on things uh, as much as we can. What's been missed over the last couple of weeks alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. We are live coast to coast on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily. And let's start with college basketball this hour. And we always talk about the importance of the Ken Palm 2020. Got to be top 20 and adjusted offensive efficiency as well as adjusted defensive efficiency to be considered a legit national title contender. We've got four teams that are solidly in that 2020 club right now. And then we've got three teams that are kind of right on the margins, including, surprisingly enough, even after yesterday's win uh, against Michigan, Purdue. Um, Maybe we roll through each one of these and and talk about what we like and don't like, or we can just take them as a whole, the top four, five, six, seven in this Ken Palm 2020, and which ones we think are most legit. Maybe Purdue actually is the centerpiece, per don't, right? Because Mm -hmm. we talk about them so often, the postseasons that have not gone their way the last few years, and... You know, they don't cover against Michigan yesterday, for example. Slow start. They still win the game. They win by eight. Um, but Purdue, I think, is the most you, – you're going to find the most volatile range of opinions, Aaron, on Purdue of any of these top five, six, seven teams, right? Like, Purdue is the one that some people will tell you, oh, yeah, that's a legit national title contender. I don't care what happened in the tournament last year or three years ago. It's Look at the Zach Eady. They can do – can't have anything. We've been bad for. T- oh, I get it. It's twenty-one nothing. It's it's, it's it's a it's a playoff game. No, no, I'm I'm stepping in here. Yeah. Like that, I give that answer. You don't get to give that answer. Or you're, do you you're like in the smart. game? It's one game. Hey, you know who else is thinking about this stuff? Everyone else. 
Like, hey, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> right, right now. now. Come on, put pig it in. Bet MGM. Thinking, yep, this is a team that's probably going to lose in the first round again. I am not oh, backing Purdue, Joe. <laughs> you can't do it? No, I've heard the argument and... The argument that it's it's easy or it's weak sauce to just say fade Purdue, fade Purdue, don't back Purdue. Like I understand where people are coming from. I just have matchups. It's about coaching most of the time. And if you want to trust Matt Painter, go ahead. I think that's a different conversation than the comparison that people are going to throw out there with Virginia because they had that first-round loss, and then we know what ended up happen- happening the, set- the next year. That is very different than what we've seen most of the time out of uh, out of Matt Painter. See, you know, I, I'm actually not going to laugh at that for a second. We bring you sports. But since January, have they had opportunities to take down these top 20 teams? They haven't really. Like Wisconsin, that's that's a challenge. But, you know, you look at, okay, they win. They don't cover yesterday, but it wasn't really all that close. You don't ding them for not covering yesterday. They win by double digits against no. Michigan. Michigan sucks. You know what I mean? Like there's so many. There are a number of poor teams in the Big Ten. Sorry, Gertz, Indiana, awful. Like, so where are the, the games you circle? Like, okay, that was impressive. That's, that's a game where, you know, so it's, it's tough. Like, how, how do you weigh Purdue? Where, where they are statistically, how they're strong and best player in the country, all that stuff, well, and then how they're going to do in the tournament with those six consecutive games. Like, it's tough. And it's, then when you do find spots, yeah, when you do find spots, like next Tuesday night they're in Champaign. That should be a test, but mm-hmm. then you look at Illinois and you say, well, huh, Illinois loses at Penn State and then goes out and struggles a bit with Iowa at home. Um, it's just, I think it's more about, you know, if Purdue is head and shoulders above everybody else in the Big Ten, we'll, we'll agree on that much. Then right. what does that what does that mean? You know what I mean? Now we're talking about the strength of the Big Ten. And the Big Ten just isn't, even at the top, necessarily a conference that's striking great fear into anybody right now. So they could go to Champaign and win next Tuesday night. YouTube and Twitch. Mm -hmm. Schedule's backloaded. Last three games, uh, conference games, are difficult. Then you go into the conference tournament. But it's a fair point, Chris. Every year, people talk about it. And why do they talk about it? Because many times it's a thing. Fade the Big Ten in the tournament. Go for the betting cycle on BetQL with Cody Decker. Cody Decker for of a, of a weak conference. And then you look at teams that they're going to match up eventually. 
that are coming out of the Big 12 and the SEC that are tested night after night after night. And I wonder if you could make a similar argument, Aaron, for, look, I love UConn, um, but they got absolutely thrashed by Creighton and Omaha. Um, They bounced back for what it's worth against Villanova, but that's at home against a middling Villanova team. Um, a down year for Villanova by, you know, Reynolds uh, standards uh, or Jay Wright standards over the last decade and a half. I know he's not there anymore, but it's it's still a de facto Jay Wright team. Sorry. Um, my point is this, like who out outside of UConn at the top of the Big East, who do you feel really good about? Marquette, um, yeah, maybe Creighton is back on the radar now because they're one of those borderline 2020 teams. So, like, we could say a lot of the same things, I think, and Purdue fans may argue this. You could say a lot of the same things about UConn that we're saying about Purdue. I still think there's some separation with UConn that, like, any other team is really going to have to elevate their game. Like, they are so well-rounded. They're unselfish. Mm -hmm. They can defend well. They can shoot. I'm higher on UConn than I am in Purdue. So, I'm, yeah, I don't think I can get there and compare them like that. Yeah. You know, what I do find interesting about this list, when you look at the entire thing, and, you know, we could parse it and say, well, this team's close. If you're in the mid-20s or lower, I'm going to put you in this 2020 list. I'm fine with that because that can change quickly, mm-hmm. and we can get there before the uh, regular season even closes. If we look at these eight, Purdue, UConn, Zona, Creighton, Auburn, Houston, Tennessee, UNC, it is pretty balanced. And what I mean by that is there isn't one conference that stands out, even though we know the Big 12 is so strong. Um, yeah. There isn't a conference that stands out I'm like, whoa, they got like half the list. They got three of the list. Like, no, it's a little mix of everybody throughout the country, which I do I do find that kind of interesting. So what does that tell us anything? I don't know. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure if it's NIL, if it's just transfer portal and all that, just how it's really balanced things out a little, a lot. Yeah, and I wonder if we're wrong to have, like, I, I anyway look at the SEC, the top teams in the SEC, like the two that we're talking about on this Ken Palm 2020 list. In the, top, in the 2020, uh, like Auburn, 15th in offense, five in defense, or Tennessee borderline, right? 21st in offense, second in defense. Like, if you can play defense well in the SEC against some of those teams as well as they shoot, I mean, we saw a crazy game. Uh, between Alabama and Kentucky this past weekend, right? If you can play defense against those teams, you can play defense against anybody. So I look at these numbers and I say, okay, Tennessee can score. They're 21st in adjusted offensive deficiency, but they've also proven that they can play some defense in the SEC where shooters shoot, and more often they're not they're they're not shooting just to shoot. They're shooting to make. And in that conference, if you can play defense, like, Looking at these numbers, the way they're laid out, I get a huge boost in belief, Joe, in Tennessee, for example. I look at them and say, okay, um, inconsistent at times, but that's a team that especially, without having to deal with going on the road in the SEC once we get to tournament time, I like Tennessee. I'm glad you brought up that conference because, you know, outside of the court storming story and, you know, this Monday you turn on any of the talking heads, that's what they're yelling about, the court storming mm-hmm. uh, with, the, with the Duke and Wake story. I thought the Kentucky story on Saturday was the biggest in college basketball this weekend, and they are not on this list. If, if we're talking about teams not on this list, that you don't care where they rank, you don't care if they're balanced offensively, 
and defensively because of the talent that they have, I think you've got to say Kentucky because the number of teams that can keep up with what they put up one seventeen on Saturday, yeah, yeah, like it was insane, it was insane. Um, that they're scary. And again, we go back to where we started with this conversation and the coaching. How much do you trust Calipari? But just talent wise, like they're that is not a team that I want to see in my path. When when the brackets come out in a few weeks and we're reacting to all that, mm. I don't want to be in the region with Kentucky. I'll say that. Ooh, well, I've got one for you. And I don't think anyone's talking about them this year, which is kind of refreshing. Gonzaga, it's been a roller coaster mm. of a season for them, but you talk about a hell of a head coach in Mark Few. I think it's good no one's talking about them. They have the experience, and we all know come tournament time, it's like a brand new season. They dominate the West Coast Conference. I think this could be another dangerous team that's a little outside of the top 20, um, but I think I'll be buying in on them. Ooh-wee. They're 100? 10. <laughs> Adjusted I mean, offense, 11th. Right. And it's and there aren't many years where you're going to get that kind of value on Gonzaga, right? So, you know, are they – because they're going to be right on what? The 10 or 11 line. So they might even play in Dayton. They might even be a, a play-in team, a first four team. And, yeah. you know, are they one of those storybook first four to final four runs? They're 10th in adjusted offense, 10th or 11th in adjusted offensive – efficiency mm-hmm. 60th in defense and what what you notice this is coming around to now guys is a conversation of offense or defense we just got done talking about the zags yep. we got done talking about kentucky we got done talking about bama i brought up tennessee because of their defense everybody keeps doubting houston because they think if they get in a shootout they can't win because they're a defense first team and so you end up looking at these top 16 or 20 teams and saying okay do we want balance do I want a team that can do just enough of both so they can win either way, especially once you get beyond the first weekend into the Sweet 16? Or do I want a team that knows what their bread and butter is? There's no way Cal is asking his team to go out. If they get to the Sweet 16, he's asking his team to go out and play defense. It doesn't matter who they're playing. He's telling his guys to go out there and light up the scoreboard, go put up 95, and let's move on. Like, that, I think, is the interesting discussion as we get closer to the actual bracket being said is, are you going to back offense? Or are you going to back defense? Yeah, especially if you're looking for value. I mean, that's the whole thing here. So, like, the, the eight teams that we started the conversation with, four of them are projected to be ones. Two of them, right now, they're saying twos. And the other two are fours. And Creighton and I think Auburn was the other one. Like, can, can you really find value? In those teams, well, Auburn's 20 to 1. No, not a ton. Uh, Creighton, you if you shop around, you can get them in mid-30s. And that's okay. the best. And maybe that's because of what happened yesterday uh, a little bit. So maybe you're getting a little bit more value there. But yeah, no, I, if you're going value hunting, if you're someone, maybe you've been waiting on getting a group of teams together that you're going to play in the tournament, that's the choice you probably have to make. And or you think, hey, in the turn in the conference tournament, in the last few games of the regular season, I think they're going to start to play better in this aspect because they've had more time on the court. I mean, do you want to diversify the portfolio a little bit and have a mixture of both? Like, you know, you and me were laying the case for 
teams a little bit outside of the 2020, but maybe you want to have a couple that are inside and more balanced as well. What's a good number of futures to have on, on the tournament going in? Because it's easy to get crazy and have too many. You know? uh, Paul, is that 36 now? I think, <laughs> I think yeah. at this point, I'm waiting for the brackets to come out because what happened right. last year is, granted, we had UConn come out yeah. of, I think it was the West or whatever you know region that was, but I also had four teams, like Final Four tickets on that. So I'm not, I like the Zags Final Four look. I'd love to see the path because I don't think you're losing any value there. The yeah. number is 23 to one. And I mean, honestly, you might yeah. even be able to do a rollover in that scenario, like if you see the path. So we're, we're three weeks away, like, right? Like the sample yeah. size is so large. We know what these teams yeah. are for the most part. A big winner uh-huh. too is not going to, you're not going to lose a number completely. Like, would you rather have the no. intel of the path and the teams that they would have yes. to take down most likely? I would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Because then I know if I value offense or defense or balance more than any of the others, and I can look at the path and say, okay, they've got a chance to shoot their way to the Elite Eight and then maybe trip and fall and end up in the Final Four. No, I'm not talking about you, Kentucky, but maybe I am. <laughs> it's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, baseball. Opening day, 31 days away. Spring training up and running, both in the Cactus and Grapefruit Leagues. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com joins us right here on the BetQL Network. A lot of thump behind it sounds like the B-side of a Master P CD from the early 2000s, but I like the description anyway. Uh, Austin Riley is spring training home where baseball is up and running and welcome into BetQL Daily Live coast to coast on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM alongside Joe and Aaron. I'm Chris and you are locked in. We've got lightning bets in 20 minutes before we wrap up the show, but 31 days until those dingers and dongs count for real. Uh, and they're not just in the desert and down in Florida. And Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com joins us to talk about Major League Baseball. Morning, Kenny. How are you, man? I'm great. I'm great. You know, I stopped a ski trip over the weekend just to talk ball on the radio. So uh, anytime you guys want to talk ball, I am here. I love talking baseball. I cannot do it enough. Yeah, well, it's about that time. So tell me, we're a couple days in other than see-through pants um what do you what do you make of the first couple of days of spring training and what should we be looking at as we push towards opening day at the end of March you know it's just a magical time of year I mean I had a Yankee fan I was with over the weekend saying that look the Yankees have two Aaron judges now this is incredible uh, I love spring training because people will just overreact the span of Yankee fans the the, the amount of different bold, insane takes that, from that now this guy's Aaron Judge because they saw one video on Instagram to Juan Soto is hurt, oh my goodness, in his first swing to Juan Soto is going to hit 40 home runs. That's just what we have to love about spring training. That just This is all we have. We only have like three days of information to go off of. So what, I'm, what I would look for is more than three days of information. You know, I, I also would say it's very funny to say, Oh, well, you know, there are certain guys that writers and fans and the media will, you know, say, oh, this guy's having a great spring. This is great. And then other other times it'll be, well, this guy has a great spring, but spring training stats don't matter. So I, I do think that spring training stats matter a little bit, um, especially for someone who we know is established. If it's just someone who comes out of nowhere, you know, maybe Bryson Stott was a, not, not a good example, but 
sometimes that guy won't end up hitting in the major leagues. But yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for like two more weeks before I lose my mind about any of these guys. I saw a video of Alec Manoa throwing a medicine ball and everyone said he was uh, in great shape and going to win the Cy Young. So I I don't know. I mean, I I thought everyone. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Let's not bring any common sense to this uh, spring training coverage. So we're, we're about to enter March and a lot of the top free agents are still available, man, which it, it's frustrating as baseball fans. You're still trying to figure out how, how things are going to uh, shake itself out. That's what we're still talking about in the final month here. Uh, what did you think about the Bellinger news that broke over the weekend? I want to say three years, but it might end up being one or two years because all the opt-outs that he got for the Cubs bet on himself. He got paid and it worked out for the Cubs. They end up bringing him back. And the guys that are still out there, what, what's going to happen? Is it going to be deals similar to this for Chapman, for Snell, Montgomery? Yeah, I mean, I was what I was thinking was, thank goodness I've been waiting for four months to get this news official. I mean, it, it seemed like for all the world, Cody Bellinger wanted to go back to Chicago. It would be foolish not to, considering that's where he resurrected his career. You know, I think we've seen a lot of times with a lot of different players on the Dodgers, off the Dodgers, a guy like Andrew Heaney going to the Dodgers, remembering how to pitch again and then leaving and forgetting. It, I, I do think there's something, too, working with that same staff uh, that got you back to, to where you were uh, years ago at an MVP form. So I, I think this was the right decision for him. I think it's amazing for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I think Ian Happ hitting in front of him and Seiya Suzuki behind him is a little bit troublesome. But what I would say about the Chicago Cubs is that I do think that they're going to have a great season. We could talk about NL Central features if you want in a moment, but I think they're going to have some guys coming through the minors this year, and that's going to look like a really good lineup with Cody Bellinger in the middle of it. In terms of the other free agents, I mean, I think what we're seeing right now is teams are just smart enough to know there are a lot of flaws with these pitchers. Jordan Montgomery was a guy two years ago. The Yankees didn't even want him on our postseason roster. They didn't think he was good enough to do that. He had a nice season with Texas. I think he's a, a really good back-end pitcher. I think what the ask right now is is that he wants front-end money. He's not going to get that. I would not give him that. Blake Snell, same thing. This guy came off a Cy Young Award. We saw Robbie Ray do the same thing, and then he got hurt, so it's kind of hard to say that you know it, it was that there, there was something wrong with him, right? But I do mm-hmm. think, like, if you look at Robbie Ray's career, he had a lot of flaws. He had not, you know, unless he was striking out guys over thirty percent. He was giving up a lot of home runs, giving up a lot of hits, walking a lot of guys. Snell, the same thing. There's a lot of inconsistency up until last year with Blake Snell. So it's really, it would give me pause to pay a lot of money for those guys and commit to many years. The Yankees offered one year, $30 million. I think that would be a terrible destination for Blake Snell to give up 25 home runs uh, in, in the AL East, Yankee Stadium, Camden Yards. That would be a nightmare. And then the, uh, the fans in the media would crucify him. But we don't have to talk about that because he's not on the Yankees yet. And Matt Chapman as well. Matt Chapman is just, uh, you know, a a hobby bias with a better glove. So, I mean, I don't know why any of these teams would commit all this money to these guys that are clearly just on the island of misfit toys. They all have huge flaws and they're just not really worth all this money. And I would also say the Los Angeles Angels in years past, you know what they would have done? They would have signed all three of these guys because they would have been like, oh, spend, spend, spend. Who cares who it is? Anthony Rendon, Josh Hamilton, whoever it is. Uh, Justin Upton, CJ, uh, CJ Wilson. But no, I, I think that a lot of GMs too are smart <laughs> enough now. They've made enough mistakes. Oh man, Kenny, we missed you. Good to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us. So we do want to know who is in your portfolio, whether it's divisions, world series awards, where do you want to start? 
So I want to start with my man, Royce Lewis. Uh, I think he's going to win the American League MVP this year. I want to say he's going to do it because if he finishes top three, I'll look really smart. And I think he will. If you look at the last time that he played on the field during the regular season, he ended up having 15 home runs last year. He had an incredible postseason. This guy's an absolute superstar. But in the time he came back from his midseason hamstring injury to the end of the season, he was one of the top six hitters in the, in the American League in WRC+. He had an insane season, and nothing about that was a fluke. This guy just has been able to hit his whole life. And it's actually very funny that it seems like after his first of two ACL injuries, he his career just took off. Uh, and, and I think the guys had a lot of bad luck. You know, the second one obviously came running into a wall, making an amazing play. And they have the Twins have him at third base now. They're trying to mitigate the risk. Obviously, it's an injury risk, right? I mean, that's the only reason why this guy isn't one of the favorites. But we've seen the line come down on him all spring. And I also would say that, you know, for all of the injuries that this guy's had, they've never, ever detracted from his ability. He's come back every single time, hamstring, oblique, whatever it is, two ACL injuries, and and he's been great. So I think as long as he plays like 130 games here, which is a huge ask, I know, uh, the Twins have a good lineup around him. And you also look at the other guys at the top, the favorites, like Corey Seager absolutely should be one of the favorites. I think that's a guy that when, if he plays the same amount of games, could end up beating him out. But I mean, I look at Aaron Judge, I look at Jordan Alvarez. Those are guys that missed a lot of time last year. Julio Rodriguez is a, a big favorite in, of betters. He took a big step backwards last year. And like, you know, he has the talent to take a step forward. But again, he's hitting in a bad lineup. He's one of like three hitters in the Seattle Mariners lineup. So I think Royce Lewis is just as good a bet as anybody on this list. And then also American League Rookie of the Year, Dominic Fletcher. Plus, well, Caesars had him plus 20,000, but uh, they have still him in the National League. I have to tell them about that. But, uh, you know, I, I think wherever you can get a number <laughs> above above 50, uh, 50 to 1 or better, I think is good because I think he's going to hit 300. He's 26. He's the oldest Rookie of the Year candidate right now. And a lot of these guys, they just could have slow starts to their career. And I don't think Gunnar Henderson is, like, going to win MVP this year. Um, uh, so uh, that's another guy I forgot to mention in the Royce Lewis discussion. But, yeah, I, I think those are two good value plays there in the awards markets. Justin Steele for National League Cy Young as well I like. And then uh, there are a few teams I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm in favor of as well. Yeah, let's go, let's go that direction then. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com with us here on BetQL Daily. Win totals, division winners, pennant winners, even maybe a World Series bet or two if you got them out there. What are you thinking? The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah i really like the cubs to win the national league central i sort of alluded to to it earlier but when you look at their minor league system i think that the cubs to win this division is just a lottery ticket that you need to take out because look at the st louis cardinals they have so many questions in their rotation i have no idea guys why the projections, why the odds makers love the Cardinals so much. I think that it really all has to do with Jordan Walker coming back and playing a full season. Jordan Walker, who was supposed to be this super prospect who they sent down in the middle of the year last year, maybe ruined his confidence. I don't know. But this lineup is really not all that different. They still have a lot of flaws. Dylan Carlson never panned out. Tommy Edmond had a bad year. Lars Newtbart, maybe not the future superstar we thought he was. And you look at the rotation, Steven Matz, Kyle Gibson, and Lance Lynn. They have... I mean, it is just a disaster waiting to happen, guys. And really, the main reason I like this bet, though, is because I do like the Chicago Cubs, especially now that Cody Bellinger's back in the mix. Cade Horton should be here potentially this season. That's going to be an, a massive addition to this bullpen, or excuse me, to this rotation. Ben Brown could be a massive addition to the bullpen or the rotation, depending on which route they like to take. He had an incredible year in AA last year. Struggled a little bit when he got to AAA, but very small sample size. Very talented. And then Matt Shaw, who they drafted in the first round last year. Guys, this guy just won't not hit the baseball. He's hitting over 300 in the minors, and he just continues to hit, hit, hit. And they've been moving him up. They moved him up to double A in just 30 professional games in the minors. I think he might make the majors this year. So there's just a lot of guys that could come up and help in the middle of this season from the minor leagues and really give this team the boost that they did not get last year. And I know they got a lot of magic out of Mike Talkman and Chris Morrell. And there are a lot, there's a lot of volatile guys on this lineup that certainly could not produce the same way they did last year. But now that they have Cody Bellinger, now that Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson are working very well together, getting on base at the top of the lineup. I think that the Cubs, they know what they're doing here. They've put a really good team on the field. I mentioned Justin Steele, an MVP, excuse me, a Cy Young candidate in the National League. I think he's going to have another great year. Everything about that guy backs up what we've seen. Kyle Hendricks figured out how to pitch again last year. 
Jordan Wicks, another young guy who just could end up being good if and, and showed a manga as well. And if they're not, I think you could just install Ben Brown and Cade Horton and they'll be good as well. So I think there's a lot to like about this team right now. There's just a lot of guys that could end up booming. And that's why I like taking them in the, to win the National League Central. Yeah, Jed Hoyer's done a very good job uh, putting this team together and while building around a young core. And now they're at the stage where they've been spending some money over the last few years. Terrific job. Uh, the, the, the team that's very popular is the Reds, though, which I find really interesting. I'm with you. I look at the NL Central and I say, okay, it's the Cubs or, or maybe the Cardinals. I don't agree that the Cardinals are the favorite, but here they are. Where are you on the Reds? The odds have them as a the third favorite. They were the team that everybody was talking about because they're young and, and exciting. But once the second half of the season settled in, they, they kind of fell off. We, we know where they, they have issues with the pitching, but where, where are you with Cincinnati? Well, I mean, the Cincinnati Reds are just a very interesting team. I think I would say that. I think I, I agree. They should be the third favorites. They certainly had spells last year where they were red hot offensively and where their pitching really showed up. But I think there's, again, just a lot of guys I don't trust on this team. I mean, one of them is Frankie Montas, who they're installing in the middle of their rotation. I've said for five years now, this guy is terrible. He throws his sinker right over the middle of the plate. Uh, he gets hammered, and he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. So it's not a very good combination. He tries to get a lot of ground balls. He just does not do it. They took Nick Martinez. Shout out to a fellow Fordham Ram. I love you, Nick Martinez. But I think Nick Martinez would agree with me that he's most valuable in the bullpen. That's where he has made his money this year. They're going to try to move him to the rotation. I don't know if that's going to work. Graham Ashcraft had a great start to the season last year. He had some good, he showed a lot of promise, but also he, he was, he had a lot of bad starts as well. So like, I think there's a lot of questions in the rotation again. And then in the lineup, Ellie De La Cruz is so funny to me because you look at the, the way that people write about him and the projections and the ceiling and the floor. And it's like, well, he could be Barry Bonds but also he could uh, not be an everyday starter. Like, I, I just still think that we have just completely lost our minds with some of these prospects. Just because he can throw a ball very hard and hit a ball very hard does not mean that, okay, he's he, this guy's ticketed for greatness. Uh, he has a lot of talent, but I think his plate discipline really fell off after the first few weeks of his career. And then he got, you know, and then, and then we saw what happened. He was just basically just a slightly above average player. So I just don't know if we can really rely on the names that we think we can rely on here to have uh, to, to push this team ahead of the Cubs, a team that I think is very complete, that plays very good baseball. They, they've tailored their offense and their rotation to their ballpark. And I also feel like you look at a guy like, you know, TJ Friedel, Matt McLean, Spencer Steer. I think these are unbelievable hitters. I just don't know where they go from here. I don't know how the complimentary pieces fit around them. So I'm still very skeptical of the Reds. I'm taking a wait and see approach. I don't want to be one of those guys that say, oh, well, their, their, their window is going to start in a year or two. But because uh, that never really, that's a fallacy. There's no such thing as a championship window. But I do feel like I, I still am not really sold that Ellie De La Cruz is going to be like one of the five best hitters in baseball this year and lead the, the Reds to a, a pennant, uh, let alone a, a division championship. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I'm still I'm still sort of waiting to see what the Reds do this year before I make any sort of bold proclamations. About Penny, 30 seconds stuff. left. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I was just no, going to ask if you have any World Series bets. Yeah, <laughs> 10 seconds. World Series bet. How many do you have? Have you placed any yet? 
Only the Yankees. Only the Yankees because I, I took them right before the Soto, right after the Soto news. I think there's just so many bounce-back candidates from Carlos Rodon to Aaron Judge to play more games, Giancarlo Stanton and Anthony Rizzo, who didn't really help the team at all in the second half last year. I just think they really improved their offense. And Gleyber Torres, I think, is the biggest reason why. I think Gleyber Torres, 275 with nearly 30 home runs last year. If he can do that again, which he should be in a, a prove-it year, um, that's he's going to make the biggest difference to me on the Yankees. So I think they're going to win the World Series. I, I took him to win, and I also like the Cubs. Nice. Yankees Cubs. Wow. Series, Kenny. I love oh it. God. Good stuff. Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers.com. Check him out on Twitter, at Kenny Ducey. We'll talk again soon, Kenny. All right? Thanks for everything. Please, please. Enjoy the spring training, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem. We'll do it again soon. Lightning bets. We wrap things up for a Monday morning here on BetQL Daily next right here on the BetQL Network. First day back for a bunch of folks on the show, and I think it went relatively well, relatively painlessly. Uh, Everybody back together here on BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world, on your Odyssey app. Download it if you haven't yet. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free, and then you take us with you. And, of course, download us as a podcast later. Anything you may have missed, just subscribe to BetQL Daily, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, keep watching on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash BetQL. And on YouTube, search Odyssey Sports. Yeah, we got through it. You two, uh, I'll be honest, Paul was off in a foreign country, and <laughs> he's got a little bit of the sunburn. So, like, Paul, and don't take this the wrong way, looks like he just got back from vacation. I mean that in the, in the most complimentary way possible. You look relaxed, a little bit of, like I said, the, the, the red on the cheeks, you know, the rosy Wait glow. Um, it, what? Joe and Aaron look like they were like, and I don't mean this in Chris, any, this is, this is the, show the is, best way possible. The show too. is going great, and now you're in trouble. No, I'm just letting you know. No, I'm, be, I'm being nice. I'm being flattering. You two walked in like you didn't skip a beat, like you didn't take two Rested. weeks off. The gang's all back together, yeah. and everybody oh. looks great. I thought you were going to say I look pale. I thought that's for this. really thought that was leading up to a, yeah, it looks like you guys have just been sitting at home doing nothing and it shows. Right, doing I, nothing in your basement. God. I wish. Try to be You nice. don't look rested. You look white. Like, what else? You guys is look coming? terrible. But Paul, you look man. pale. And, you look pale. Oh, you're tired. Going. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but uh, you could take that either way because if. Could have made the reference that Paul looked like a Rod falling asleep on the beach, which nobody <laughs> believes, right? Dude, that did not those happen. Comments he went were amazing. And somebody said he did the reverse Sammy Sosa. Oh god! Someone was saying <laughs> every time Sammy Sosa, like he's giving a Rod his melatonin, not melatonin, his melanin. melanin. Yeah. I said oh, melatonin. That was me last night. Yeah. but the comments were just so funny i couldn't stop laughing they're like this guy spends like half a year out in the sun he's never been this dark so what happened there any theories that's aaron's got to have a theory yeah like like, nobody believes i mean he had a good vacation is all i think he's got his girlfriend they went somewhere i don't know I'm sure smart. he tans easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I that's that it's was that, that, that he seems too vain. 
I don't see him so... going to a tanning booth. Like, it doesn't look like no. a fake spray tan either. I think it's a legit tan. Dude, I could see a rod buying a tanning bed. Like, no, yeah, can't. or like something next level. Like, yeah. but it's so bad for your skin. I think like a rod's such like a health freak that he wouldn't do something like that. What about spray tan? Yeah, a rod has famously <laughs> never done anything in his body that would be harmful down <laughs> yeah. the line. No, <laughs> that's true. Hey. Touche. I didn't know steroids were harmful. Uh, yeah, I guess there is oh, a way stop. to do it right, right? That's what they say. BenQL yeah. Daily does a cycle. See how it goes. <laughs> Aaron! Oh, get the glass man on a cycle. Let's go. That's what oh, we need for baseball season. Jack. Aaron's always Jack. got like some supplements like she's considering. Like She just kind of throws them out there see what we think. I love this stuff. Creatine comes out love once it. a week. <laughs> and I was, uh, I was actually watching something like, at my age, Chris at our age, like we're supposed uh, to be taking creatine. I'm like, oh, this is up Aaron's alley. I might be doing that. Jeez. <laughs> See, you know, I, I add value. I teach you guys about things that you need to be. Are you back about. on the creatine? I forgot. It's funny you said the that. I went to creatine. physical therapy because I hurt my shoulder. And this guy I overheard, he was there. He's like, yeah, I just took my creatine before this. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So is pre-workout like a discount creatine? No. I think pre-workout is, pre-workout no, pre-workout is crack. Yeah, pre-workout is yeah. just like... Like, like caffeine. Amphetamines? Yeah. What, yeah. Okay. what are you yeah. taking? Yeah. It, what, are you talking about a drink or a powder? Like, what do you... Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you brought it up. No, well, yeah, no, Jake, but, like, Jake is all about the pre-workout, <laughs> so I was just like, what is what is it? Like, I've never... No, really I, been the I, I had to stop taking it. I was getting too nervous. Heart started uh, to jittery. feel a little too sticky. Uh, I shake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I cannot take it Jake, during the show and pre-workout are not a good mix. Mm-mm. That's he's already. Bad. I'm choosing to. I'm choosing to take that as a compliment. So thank you. <laughs> Weren't you taking were bucked the... up? Was that the one? <laughs> Wait, what? what? What did you just say <laughs> to me? That? I thought that's what FCC it was. Violation. I've seen that brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> like knock if you buck. Listen. What? What are we talking about? I love that song. <laughs> Of course. Oh, it's that could a be a summer Real or fake pre-workouts? <laughs> yes. Caged. Lit. Some of these names are amazing. So, oh, really? Some of them are insane names. Caged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Caged. With a K, too. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's not legit obviously, if it's course, spelled yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, all right. Lightning bets time. Joe, you got anything? Limited NBA card, limited college hoops, limited everything tonight. But uh, you got anything cooked up? It is. With college, I was looking at it. I just couldn't, couldn't get there. And the numbers are all over the place. Like the North Carolina game, there's 13 and a half, 14s, 14 and a half. It's like yeah. no, no, nothing settled on that one. Uh, one NBA game grabbed my attention, and that's Toronto, Indiana. Uh, I believe the number mm-hmm. is six and a half last I checked. And, you know, this team, these two teams have matched up a couple times this year, both one possession games, Toronto one by one, Indiana one by a couple. Yeah, I think Toronto hangs around. That's a little bit too much, six and a half. So uh, I'm taking the Raptors as a dog. And you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care about the Butler suspension. Uh, Heat getting seven and a half against Sacramento. That's too much. 
for them it's a dog with with how that roster is built. So I'll take two dogs. I'll take Toronto and Miami on the road. Well, staying with that game, since it's my first show back from vacation, got a bet on my man Sabonis to get a triple-double. Why not? Plus 135. And I will be playing a futures bet. Got to give Paul a little credit here because he found the best number, 23-1 to Gonzaga Final Four. It's been an up-and-down season. They're not as good as they have been in years past, but maybe that is going to help them. Not a lot of pressure this time. They've got a phenomenal head coach who has experience in Mark Few, 10th in adjusted offense. Um, they were 20th on Ken Palm, now down to 21st, but I like them. I think they could be a dangerous team come tournament time. Good stuff. You know, with triple doubles, Jokic last night, It's a, he's 29. And I know every game we talk about the possibility of him having a triple double. He's 29, and he's fourth all time. Like he, We wow. might see him beat Magic this year in all-time triple doubles. It's just when it's all said and done, he's going he's gonna to smoke everybody else when it comes to that category. It's amazing. I mean, what do you have it in the first quarter think, last night? Was it the first quarter? Yeah, Did he really? It's incredible. I think so. I mean, he makes it look so easy. You almost take it for granted. Like, it's nothing now. Just casual right. triple-double. No last three deal. games, triple-double all of them. <laughs> yeah. Is that 27 points, 17 rebounds, 15 assists last three games. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Paul, what do you got? I was kind of similar on the College Hoops card. I was looking at the TCU-Baylor game. It was like, Baylor bounce back spot. Do we want to go with the over with a couple teams that don't really play defense all that great? Um, But just couldn't get there. Going to slowly ease in. But I will do some golf. A couple of my guys. Oh, yeah. uh, At this tournament coming up this week. So at PGA National. So I'm going to go with Ben on, which the number has already moved from 35 to 30 to one. Uh, Really good history here. Um, And Shane Lowry is also in that 30 to one range. So those are two guys I'll throw out there for now. Um, Shane Lowry has finished second and top five last two years or T five last two years. So, um, some good numbers, some decent value. Always that range. I kind of look in uh, at that third to one range. And then Benon has finished T4 here and then T21 last year. Early in the week for Poly Golf this week. I like it. Uh, Jake, what do you got? Uh, college baseball games stink tonight. Uh, so I'm just going to go one and be. I'm going to take the heat outright at two to one. Like, the, what are we doing here? Right, seriously. So I'll take them on the money line. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I kickball? Like you got kickball today? It's mid 60s oh, here in February. Registration for kickball is open. We have the spreadsheet out. We're cooking with gas, baby. So that's outdoors or indoors? Oh, it's outdoors. Doesn't start for like a month and a half, but where do you play? Yeah. Uh by there's a couple field there's a couple different fields, like all in Bucktown and like a two or three block radius. I'll be there. Okay. Where do you recruit? <laughs> You should show up. <laughs> do, do you go to the bar like, oh, they got good calves. What do you think? Should we approach them? No, teams, <laughs> the team's already set. I'm I'm not looking for new recruits. We're all set. We're all oh, good okay. here. No? Okay. <laughs> I think you could pluck a ringer or two from like a high school yeah. soccer team somewhere. 
Yeah, thought. I'm not going to be going to high school soccer games, Chris, <laughs> looking for football players. I'm good on that. Uh, no note taken. Note taken. Are you 18? I'm not asking because I, I want to mean... do anything. I'm just asking if you want to be on our team. <laughs> Kickball team. <laughs> College, Co- college oh, soccer games. So college, yeah. Oh my gosh! Are you eighteen? We need a female. Uh, hey, are you eighteen? I need a right fielder for my kickball game this week. Like, no, I have a boyfriend. No, no, I'm looking for no, a no, kickball no. player. Yeah. Great. Does your boyfriend want sure. to play too? Right. We got to alternate boy girl in the lineup, so that's perfect. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Oh man. Okay, that didn't work out as I had planned it. Indy minus six against (laughs) Toronto. (laughs) Ottawa on the money line against the Caps. They've won seven of their last ten. Washington's only won three of their last ten. And uh, give me the Bruins on the money line against Seattle. Uh, Yeah, a couple hockey plays tonight. Why not? We'll do it again tomorrow. Everybody's back. And it feels good to be together here on BetQL Daily. For Brian Gurch on the video, for Jake on the board, for Paul, fresh back from Guadalajara. For Aaron, for Joe, I'm Chris Mack. This has been BetQL Daily. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.